Very good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sunday Central, Sunday the 30th of uh, April. Plenty to get through in the next couple of hours. We'll kick it off with a look at the meeting at Bendigo this afternoon with Travis Noonan. Nick Noonan will take us through the Werribee card. First racing commitment at 12 minutes past 11 with the opener from Hillsville. George Ferrugia will be along to talk all things Greyhound racing. Not only the gallops at Warnable uh, this week, but the Warnable Cup will be run on uh, Wednesday night and uh, the champ Kelsey Bar looking to uh, make it three uh, Western District Cups on and after a really impressive uh, track record performance there on Thursday night. Jared Daffy will bring us everything from the tab and, Ho- and Tom Wood will join us to uh, preview the uh, meeting from Chartin today, Champions Day, the three big group ones, the uh, Chairman Sprint, the Mile and the QE2 and also we're going to take a look at the feature races from Rockhampton today uh, with the Archer and uh, also uh, the uh, the other uh, races on the program, the Fitzroy, the Archer and the Fitzroy, the two big races at uh, Rockhampton uh, this afternoon. So Michael Charge from Sky Racing will try and find us a winner at uh, Rocky. But without any further ado, time to kick it off with Trav Noonan with our look at Bendigo. Soft 5 is the track rating. Rail goes out 9 metres for the card. Travis, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Brendan, and good morning to all the listeners out there on RSN. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good meeting at uh, Bendigo on Sun uh, today. I think there's a couple of really nice chances later on in the day that I definitely want to be with, and I think a day that you can certainly play the all-ups with a, a few uh, favourites who look very hard to beat, especially later on in the program. And, of course, Trav, uh, from next week, this uh, Victorian form preview will move to 8 o'clock to uh, stay uh, in uh, in correlation with what happens on a, a Saturday morning. So the Victorian pro- form preview sees you up a, a little earlier next Sunday. Yeah, uh, next next week it'll be alarm uh, definitely be going off a little bit earlier. But yeah, to yeah as you said, to stay in line with with Saturday to have that uh, sort of balance across both uh, Saturday and Sunday with the eight a.m. form preview. So looking forward to that. First event from Bendigo is the Vale Dean Holland two-year-old maiden over 1,400 metres. There are no scratchings here. Put Yandel on to six. Nadachi has been heavily backed in the last hour. In the last hour, 2.50 into $2.15. Another nephew has gone the other way, $2 out to $2.50. Uh, Asa Tiro is $6.50. Cherokee Bravo, $6.50. And uh, Sandor is a $17 chance, Trav. Yeah, I was pretty happy to be with the eight here, Nadachi. Certainly brings in the right form lines behind Legacy's last start at Cranbourne. We saw Legacy's yesterday, a dominant winner of the Anzac Day Stakes. Uh, I thought her effort there in that race was pretty good. She sat third, uh, sort of stuck to her task to finish third, only beaten just under uh, one and a half lengths. So started $4.20 there, so the market definitely respected her. Now she's third up. Uh, Joe Bowditch and Matthew Allerton having a good combination this season. I think she gets the right run from barrier three. To another nephew, definitely the danger, the favourite. Um, I just thought that the Darchi form line through Legacies is a bit stronger than another nephew's form line through Childa Krug. Uh, Childa Krug was well beaten by Legacies yesterday. This horse, though, he stuck to the task well at Soundown on the lakeside last time at 1,400 metres, and he, he has had a few runs at this distance, so he'd be nice and seasoned for it. Uh, then went with the three Cherokee Brave. 
I thought this horse has uh, jumped out nicely on a couple of occasions at Geelong and Mortlake. Uh, He's a well-bred galloper uh, by Saxon Warrior, and he's out of a four-time winning mare who was a half to the Group 1 winner, Go Indy Go. So um, the breeding suggests he might be a bit of a talented galloper, and his jump-outs have been pretty good. And then went with the one, Asatiro, his jump outs have been good and then bad. I thought his most recent one was a bit average, but he just might not have liked the wet ground there. He gets the blinkers on for his debut. Uh, he could pot- potentially run a good race. Eight, two, three, and one. Eight, two, three, and one from Trav. Eight, two, three, four for mine. Happy to be with Nadachi as well. Had a chance there at Cranbourne, but that race, four lines really stack up. Uh, behind Legacies, Chase Wymarie. Uh, they're on debut at Ballarat. Stretches out to 1,400 metres here. Uh, if uh, she follows the pattern of the form ahead of her at Cranbourne, expect her to be winning and beat number two, the nephew. He was okay there at Geelong. Uh, didn't have many favours there at Sandown last time out, but some of what uh, his own deal doing there behind Childer Krug. Uh, does have experience at 1,400 metres, which is the positive for him. Three uh, Cherokee Brave, like the Mortland late jump out and then maybe four Sandal comes back through preparation has race experience eight two three four in race number one second event on the program is a three-year-old maiden over 1300 again no scratchings here rider for number nine score is joe bowditch more mom is the uh, favorite here equal with procurable at two dollars and sixty uh track chiller six dollars and fifty barbie's pearl seven dollars in from seven fifty legs labelle at 12 and 21 la folle doce yeah, I was happy enough to go with Barbie's Pearl on top here, the two for Louise Bonella and Jake Noonan. I thought this horse's debut run at Kilmore was quite good. Got back there behind Miss Millhouse, but was doing its best work. Certainly the last 100 metres, we really found the line strongly to finish fifth. I think the extra ground today will suit it, and the lower barrier from barrier two, I thought they could maybe try and position a little bit closer. I thought $7 was a reasonable play here for the two Barbies, Pearl, so got her on top. No knocks on the debutante from the Moody Stable on the jump outs, procurable. Uh, they've been really solid. Uh, she, the most recent of which on the Packenham Synthetic, she really extended away nicely her last 100 metres. Uh, as as we sort of know with the Moody Gallopers, gets the nose roll on for the first time and the lugging bit for the debut run, so um, has those gear changes, which should see it in good stead. Five more mum, uh, the favourite. I'm sort of surprised it's been backed in uh, this morning, but uh, the good run last time at Ararat behind Brung King went probably in the, the worst part of the track. You need to get a bit wider out there that day. Um, the run prior to that at Kitan was just okay, but the first up run at Ballarat was certainly encouraging. Certainly has a chance here for John Allen. And then went with the four legs labelle. I thought the most recent jump out hour at was quite solid. If it performed to that level on race day, I thought she'd run well. Two, seven, five, four. Two, seven, five, and four from Trav. Seven, two, five, and three for mine. Going to go with Procurable. I really liked her jump out at Packetham on the synthetic. Only little query for me. By Savabil out of an O'Reilly mare, does she want uh, a fraction further than 1,300 metres? But from what I've seen at the jump out, I'm happy to be in her corner. She wears a famous uh, set of colours as well, those of Empire Rose. Uh, Barbie's Pearl goes in for second here, number two. Super effort on the boob. Was on wet ground. Her mum was a really good wet tracker. Just wonder if the, the wet ground might have been in her favour uh, there at Kilmore on the boob. But 
but uh, of what she did there, certainly encouraging enough to see her run well at start number two. Five more Mum goes in for um, third. She chased well enough there at Ararat last time out, gets onto some firmer ground, gets the blinkers on, and then three, La Folle Duce. First up for the new stable, Tom Preble takes two kilos off. Seven, two, five, and three in race number two. Race number three on this nine-event program is a maiden over 1,300, a race where the first of our scratchings come up here. Put the pen through runners eight and 12. Lockie King is the rider for three. Boominati is the favourite. Two sixty to two forty in the last forty minutes of betting. Zar Seed at three seventy. Girls want girls at five dollars fifty. Backed in from as much as six dollars fifty. Bow Rap at nine fifty and Let Loose Ladies a fourteen dollar chance trap. Yeah, I was happy to be with the favourite here, Boominati, for the Mara Neustas stable. Uh, this horse is coming back in his sec- second preparation. He's had three jump outs to lead into this uh, run, and he's coming back gelded, which I think could be the real key with this horse. Uh, his most recent jump out at Ararat was really good, sort of put pay to his opposition quite nicely. And I think if he runs up to that, he'll take a power beating here for John Allen Boominati. Uh, I really liked his debut run at Mowie, um, where he sort of sat up on top of the pace and was just a bit weak late. But uh, I think, yeah, this preparation with the gelding, the crossover nose band going on, just a few ticks for him today and that hot jump out, I think he'll be pretty hard to beat. Uh, the one bow wrap finished behind him in that jump out at Ararat and was sort of doing his burst best work late um, he's ran some really good races last preparation and chased some handy horses uh, I think he can run a, a bold race here first up for Archie Alexander uh, then went with the six girls want girls who got a long way back at Seymour and kept coming to the line 1300 metres Dean Yendall positives for that Galloper and 10 Theo's choice uh, started in the market on debut and was just okay there but uh, recent jump outs have been quite solid uh, and comes from a stable that they can be quite underrated by the market so uh, happy to sort of have it on side as well at a bit of a price um, 5, 1, 6 and 10 Five, one, six, and ten there from Trav. Interesting to note, Boominati was uh, favourite for the first flat race at Waterbull on uh, Tuesday. It was a four dollar quote. Is a two dollar forty chance here. Neto, who comes out of this race, uh, has drawn barrier one in that race and has been fifty one into eleven dollars uh, for the fourth at Warnable on Tuesday. So a push there for Neto, who uh, stays at home today and is saved for the ball. My numbers five, six, one, eleven. And he had really happy to be with Boominati. I thought Boominati was one of the bets of the day. Um, comes back at Golding. Really loved the jump out there to Ararat, uh, as touched on in the market at Warnable on Tuesday. If he replicates that jump out form, he wins this. Girls want girls in for second. Got the start wrong at Seymour. Got back on a day where it was hard to make ground. Uh, liked her closing effort. She's def- he's definitely the improver. Borat worked home well in uh, an Ararat jump out as well and then number 11's RC he's in the first four but you couldn't have him off Kilmore he had that race shot the bits and let Tunguska worry him out of it my numbers here 5, 6, 1 and 11 in race number 3 
race number four from Bendigo today is a three-year-old maiden over 1,500 metres. Four is a scratching. Tab fixed odds favourite here is Hello Fo- as Hell Follows for Dean Yendall and Shane Nichols at $2.25. has been $2.40 into $2.25 in the last couple of hours. Uh, $4.60 to $4.80 party at Artie's. McKinsey, uh, a $6 chance. The old line, $7.50 and $8.50 for Trans-Celtic Trav. Yeah, we've got with one here at a bit of a price in this race. I think it's quite an open mate, and that's three rise to start him. He's only had the one start that was going back in the spring where he finished down the track at Packenham on the synthetic, but he got back in that race, and I'm just not sure he was at all comfortable on the ground. He's had two jump outs this preparation. I didn't mind the first of them at Horsham, and then the most recent of which I thought he really lifted late to win the heat at Ararat. Uh, thought here at 1,500 metres, Matt Kamani will be rock solid solid fit. Declan Bates in the saddle from Barrier 3 could roll up on top of the speed. It's sort of $16. I thought he's a good each-way play. The three to beat the seven hell follows who's uh, certainly been racing well this preparation. Thought the the most recent effort was uh, a terrific one. Uh, probably has the best form of the race and I think deserves to be favourite with Dean Yendall in the saddle for Shane Nichols, whose stable is going quite well at the moment. Two-party at Artie's I thought could be an improver here. He got way too far back at Seymour, um, was okay first up there at 1,300 metres. Then getting up to 1,500, Billy Egan going on, he could be the improver. And then eight real Bonnie last sort of similar scenario uh, to party at Artie's in the fact she just got too far back at Bendigo last time. Barrier one today, the claim for Ryan Houston gets her in well the weight she could improve. Three, seven, two and eight. Three, seven, two and eight uh, from Trav. Seven, one, two and six here for mine. Going to go with the seven, Hal Follows. Would have liked a little bit more room late there at Packenham, but form through Hellfire and Sisterhood strong enough uh, to go on and uh, win this. In for second, number one, McKenzie. I thought worked well recently in a Cranbourne trial. Two, Party at Artie's. Uh, last bit uh, at Seymour Fresh on a day where it was hard to make ground was uh, really solid. And then at number six, Trans Celtic. Uh, just grounded out last week at Echuca. Comes here on the quick backup, seven, one, two, six in race number four. Race number five on the card is the Colin Brown Memorial. It's a four-year-old and up maiden over uh, 1,500 metres. There are no scratchings here. Robbie Downey is the rider for number 11, the praised one. Tab fixed odds favourite here is Lafilio, number four for Dan Stackhouse and the Hayes boys at 240. Chevalier Defoe first up for the new stable, 380. Goji Boy, 390. Frosty Lass at $9.13 for Glass Slipper. Yeah, I thought this was a really easy uh, play to have here with Lafilio. He comes through a really strong maiden last time behind Aberfeldy Boy, who backed up that performance with a really strong third behind Diagula and White Marlin. And the second horse, Chase to Ace, uh, has ran twice since. He's ran second and then and then won at Packenham in a maiden on Thursday night. This looks the proper form for this race, which is a four-year-old plus maiden with not a lot of progressive gallopers in it, so he should ride the speed heel of Filio and take a power of beating. Three Goji Boy, I think the obvious danger is the market sort of identified. He was pretty good here last time behind Valpentina. Not sure the depth of that maiden. And 1,500 metres may be a small query for him, but uh, he's certainly racing well enough to suggest he can run well here. Thought eight glass slipper could be the horse that improves at odds this preparation. Um, ran some nice races last prep, including a fourth at Maui behind Impressive Enough. 
went sort of close up and then wasn't beaten all that far by Midtown Boss. Has had two jump outs this campaign and they've both been really nice, so it could potentially improve at a price. And then went with the uh, seven Frosty Lass, who's pretty consistent. Uh, she ran well last start, but uh, yeah, probably just needs a few things to go her way to win one. Four, three, eight, and seven. Four, three, eight, and seven. Elisha Valley to throw out. Uh, does our man uh, Trav Noonan. Four, three, eight, and seven. I'm going one, four, three, and seven. Wonders will be right after this. Uh, Trav, uh, Chevalier to foe on top. New stable. First preparation was fair to say a little disappointing. Uh, he's going to want more ground than this. Most recent jump out I thought was really good alongside Diagula. Uh, they worked to the line nicely enough together. I think just the change of scenery to Patrick Payne's team might uh, be the, uh, the, the little shot in the arm that he needs to spark him up. Uh, he's the one for me. Only just Chevalier Defoe on top of number four, Lafilio. Had every chance at packing him, but comes through much stronger form lines than uh, the uh, opposition. Goji Boy was probably stiff to be run down at Bendigo last time out here. Over 1,300 metres. Looked to have the race uh, won and was grabbed late. And then Frosty Lass, uh, number seven, uh, had no luck at Eden Hope in a maiden going back three runs. That's her most recent run on relatively dry ground. Then she went to stall and up day, heavy eight, lead, probably maybe not ideal for her, went back at Ararat last time out and was just okay, but I think back onto some dry ground might see her improve today. One, four, three and seven in race number five on the program. That's our look at the first half of the program today at Bendigo. We'll be back on the other side to take you through the quaddy legs with Travis Noonan. Welcome back to Sunday Central. We're about to take a look at the Cordy Legs at uh, Bendigo today. The first league of the Cordy race, number six, there are no scratchings. Uh, Jake Noonan goes on to two Elmore Lad. It's a 58 over 1,600 metres. Miss Chevitz is the favourite here at 360. 370 out to 390. Mercy in the Hem. Call the Union 650. Aoife at 7850. Coyote, Surum Beach, $9. Trav. With the cost alone of getting Mercy and him uh, from uh, Britain to Australia, you'd like to think he'd be beating this lot. Uh, are you in that uh, sort of uh, thought process? Yeah, I can understand the thought process. I just wonder whether he's going to want a little bit further than 1,500 metres. So I'm against him today on that basis, but he he could be a nice horse in the in the making, that's for sure. His recent jump out at Mortlake was quite good late. Um, but, yeah, at 1,500 metres, I'm just against him because I thought, thought he might just need a bit more ground. Eight Coyote is the horse I'm going to put on top here. Uh, he was terrible last start, but he pulled up with uh, respiratory issues and, um, yeah, a couple of issues post-race, so happy to forgive that. I thought his run prior at Doddle was pretty good when he probably just took off a little bit too far from home and just levelled out the last little bit to be grabbed. Uh, I think getting onto soft ground's a real key to this guy. He's had three goes on soft ground for two wins, and he's ran well both of his uh, runs at Bendigo and Matt Enright with Ben Allen combining, uh, I think, a pretty strong combination. So happy to be with him on an each-way basis here, the eight Coyote. Uh, thought Miss Cheviots has to be a great chance here, the favourite. Uh, she's absolutely flying this campaign for the Coffees. Uh, really good run at Geelong on Good Friday in that $150,000 race there behind Big Brew and then went to Swan Hill and sort of made a mess there of her opposition uh, when leading throughout. Uh, I think she goes forward again here for Ryan Houston and takes some 
Take some catching, that's for sure. Seven called the Union's a horse with a lot of upside. Thought his win at Geelong was really good there. Um, albeit the, probably the horses behind him don't have a lot of form, but he's he's got a bit of upside, and his run on debut at Benalla was terrific when coming from a long way back. Uh, and then went with the one mercy in him, as sort of touched on his jump out was very nice. I just wonder whether he's going to need a little bit further than the the distance that uh, is today's sixteen hundred metres. But certainly a nice horse on the way forward. Eight five seven one. Eight five seven and one. A race where I'll be playing wide in the first leg of the quaddy, but tipping mercy in him. Uh, imported stayer from uh, England has a big weight, uh, sixty four kilos to lump. But uh, off what I've seen of him at the uh, the jump outs at Ararat in what's not a strong fifty eight. I think uh, even though he mightn't be uh, cherry right fit, uh, he should be accounting for these. Uh, one on top, five Miss Cheviots in for second. Ran well at Geelong in a strong benchmark 70 there on Good Friday behind Big Brew. There's been numerous winners to come through that race. Uh, went to, was back home to Swan Hill on a heavy eight in a 58 and was too good for them on the speed. Eight goes in for third. That is uh, Coyote. Issues there at Werribee. We're not sure about that Donald run there, uh, Trav. I think Nick was kicking up for him that day and uh, I think he sent a few Multis by the wayside that afternoon, and then at number ten, Efa placed twice at the trip, but has been racing in inferior grade. One five eight and ten, but certainly adding uh, Surin beats the local uh, into the quaddy first leg. Second leg is uh, a fifty-eight over eleven hundred meters. Scratchings here are four, eight, and nine. Check you have Dean Yendel on five upper east side. Tab fixed odds favourite is Demon Award. At two dollars and twenty, Yosemite five fifty into five, Bankroll six fifty, Zooming Zebra six fifty, Zadensky ten, Poshom not twelve, Upper East Side twelve, Debatable twenty six, and one hundred and twenty six inebriating. Now this is the best of the day, Demon Award. Uh, he comes through some strong jump outs at Flemington this preparation. I thought the most recent of which he was very good late there, beating Rainlord and Private Island. Uh, you go through his form last preparation and. Uh, reads really well for a race of this nature. He chased Red Sun Sensation at 1,200 metres. Of course, won a Group 3 yesterday and then bolted in at Echuca on wet ground before having some issues um, when he sort of went to Flemington and sort of finished out of the out of the picture, but that was in a pretty decent race. So he comes back gelded. Uh, the jump outs have been very good, and I think he'll just put pay to these, uh, I would have thought, and be going on to bet bigger and better things uh, really well placed here in a benchmark 58 I think anything $2 plus is a good bet the three demon award clearly on top six zooming zebra I thought was really good last start at Wodongo and sort of cutting the corner there and making good late ground after getting a long way back in a race that was sort of dominated by those on up on top of the speed uh, she's racing in great form uh, it certainly has to be a key player here with the claim for Tom Preble Five Upper East Sides, a really consistent galloper. He barely ever runs poorly. Last start effort at Swan Hill behind Super Hard was was good. And he has run well here at Bendigo on a couple of occasions and gets Dean Yendall. And then Tanya Semite, a bit disappointing last time, but she got galloped on in the race there. Uh, back to Bendigo where she's ran some of her best races and John Allen in the saddle, she can improve. Three, six, five and ten. Three, six, five, and ten from Trav. I'm going five each way to beat three, one, and ten here. I'm going to go with Upper East Side. 
cut out of a run at a vital stage here at Swan Hill. He's ultra competitive in this grade. Last run in a 64 uh, back here on uh, the 9th of November was very, very good. Uh, last preparation behind discerning and he probably wasn't in the best part of the track on that occasion. Win at Hamilton, two starts to go really nice and soft and improving grounds I think in his favour. I just think he's a, a nice attractive price each way at around that uh, 280 and maybe by race time we might get about that $3 a place. Yendel on is a bonus. On top of Demon Award he resumes. He's won a Flemington jump out. Runner up here at fresh behind Sir Juggernaut when kicking off last preparation. One bankroll goes in for a third. Has excuses at Wodonga. I think the claim for Ryan Houston's a bonus. One second up here. Last preparation over a thousand metres on good ground and then 10 Yosemite. Uh, she's got a big drop back in grey but she just struggles to uh, to win uh, but she does run consistently. Five, three, one, and ten in race number seven. Race number eight is a benchmark sixty-four over a thousand metres. Scratchings here from race eight are runners two, four, nine, and ten. Flying Finch. Now the rider there for Flying Finch is Tom Preble. And the tab fixed odds favourite far enough at two dollars and fifty over Shady three twenty. Deep blast four, Yulong Storm ten, Flying Finch ten, Tom the Star eleven dollars uh, here, Trav. Yeah, pretty keen on far enough. Uh, he's a horse who is a real pattern galloper. He really runs his best races first up, and then he can he sort of obviously has a few issues and, and can sort of train off. But uh, last preparation, he started a, the prep with a really good win at Packenham, carrying the 61 and sort of um, making a mess of his opposition there, and then went to sale and was pretty good um, up on top of the speed in a 64. I really liked his most recent jump out where he ran second at Packenham over 800 metres behind Group 1 winner Western Empire. The time for that jump out was very good relative to the morning and I think he just gets a perfect run here from Barrier 3 for Billy Egan. I think he'll account for these first up. Really happy to play him at the price of the six far enough. 11 over Shady I think will run really well. Um, she's a very consistent little filly. Loved her effort last time behind Catalina Black Cat and Don't Hesitate where she had every chance, but she stuck to the task well. Uh, only has to sort of run up to that performance again here to be pretty hard to beat. Uh, then went with the uh, the five, Deep Blast, who's having a um, next second up run for the Ben and JD Hayes stable after finishing third at Cranbourne. I think he's better drawn away from the inside. and He's certainly, I think, the bigger track at Bendigo rather than Cranbourne could suit him better. Uh, and then went with the seven flying finch. Uh, this horse, very good last start. Uh, it does have a little bit of a step up here today, but the claim for Preble brings it in well. Six, eleven, five, and seven. Six, eleven, five, seven from Trav. Six, five, eleven, eight for mine with far enough. He's a good fresh horse. Low draw, jump out at Packenham. Really solid. Five deep blast in for second. Has a big drop in grade off that benchmark 70. Last start at Cranbourne. Uh, and, uh, is a second up winner. Eleven in for third over Shady. Every chance they're fresh. Comes back in trip to a thousand metres. And uh, then number eight, which is Tom the Star. Thought he was very good on speed at Packenham in a much stronger race for, at uh, Cranbourne. 
Newman, I beg your pardon, uh, in a stronger race where Fasuto was the uh, the only one to uh, really gut him down there. So my numbers, 6, 5, 11 and 8 in race number 8. Last of it on the programs, a 64 over 1,300 metres. Scratchings here are 13, 14, 15 and 16. Highland Girl is the favourite, 280. Phoenix Global, 5. Miss Millhouse, 850. Crystal R, 950. Makusha is a $10 chance and Bold Hoiho, $12 here, Trav. Yeah, I've got with the uh, local here, Makusha on top for Rod Simons and Daniel Stackhouse. Got a bit of time for this gelding. I thought his first preparation, he showed plenty. Uh, he ran second to Squad and a Maiden here at 1,100 metres and then uh, sort of finished third behind Angry Skies and Valiancy from the tail of the field on heavy ground. Went and uh, finished the preparation with a win at 1,500 metres. Jump out this time in, I thought it had been very sharp at Tatura and Bendigo and I thought he came here with a good each-way chance. Um, a cushion from a, a soft draw in barrier three. So got him on top the 10. Uh, six Phoenix Global goes in second for mine. I think he maps for a good run here for Tom Preble up on top of the speed. Uh, gets in well with the claim. Thought his first up run but or was yeah, pretty solid at sound out. And then he's put together two decent runs at Packenham, including his last start when um, close up behind Prowling and hitting Legend. That looks a good form line for this race. Uh, then went with the 12 Highland Girl, um, who's certainly racing in really good um, order this preparation. Chase Snap first up at uh, Sale and then went to Seymour and looked the winner everywhere but sort of the the last little bit when Fiasco Tesk, a good horse, sort of uh, was able to get over the top. She certainly gets uh, her chance today. And 11 Miss Millhouse is a horse on the up. Good win last time at Kilmore. I think she'll measure up in this grade. 10, 6, 12, 11. 10, 6, 12, 11 in the last from Trav. 12, 8, 11 and 2 for mine. Going with number 12, Highland Girl. Uh, went to Sale first up. Took Sweeten to get past her there. Went to Seymour and led. Not sure if that's really her go to lead and she, she stayed in down on the fence when it probably wasn't advantageous to be in that part of the track late on in the day and she was just nutted late by Fiasco Tess. I think as she comes away from the fence and stays in the better ground, she had every chance at at holding on there. I think she can atone today and win. Eight in for second. Crystal R comes back in grey, comes back onto some firm ground, wins at Achuka and Geelong with good. Eleven Miss Millhouse goes in for third. Had the right run at Kilmore but had the form in strong races prior behind El Salado there at Pakenham. And then at number two, Bold Hoiho. One well fresh, didn't fire there at Sandown and uh, gets back onto uh, a firmer sort of track. Twelve, eight, eleven and two in the last for Mind, Trav, your best value, Corny, and play of the day, please, for Bendigo. Yeah, best for me comes up race number seven, number three, Demon Award. Next best race eight, number six, far enough. And I think the values in the second race, horse number two, Barbie's Pearl. The Quaddy first leg went one five seven eight. Second leg will stand the three. Third leg five six eleven, and come home six ten eleven twelve. Play of the day. We did this a couple weeks ago at Sale, Brennan, and it got up. So, going to go back to the uh, longer range all up. Uh, it's at sixty dollars fifty. This all up. So, uh, race two, number two, Barbie's Pearl, the place, and then into race three, number five, Buminati, the win. Race five, number four, Lafilio, the win. Race seven, number three, Demon Award, the win, and race eight, number six, Far Enough, the win. I think a couple of those uh, favourites very hard to beat today. 
Best of luck and don't be afraid, punters. $36, I think it was, at uh, sale the other day. And he was pretty happy on tipping, Trav, that uh, Sweetened was able to scramble past Highland Girl because she was the last leg. Yes, she was. So, you know, uh, hopefully Highland Girl, well, she's not uh, part of the multi today, so no no pro- trouble with her. So <laughs> hopefully far enough can get us home in the last. Uh, play well today, Trav. Thanks, Bridget. Trav Noonan there, my best. Uh, race three, number five, Buminati. Think he'll be winning. Value is race seven, number five, Upper East Side on the each way. Cordy, we're playing uh, heavy early. We're going to skinny up at the back end. Uh, first leg, one, five, eight, ten, and nine. Second leg, uh, five, three, one, ten, and six. Third leg, six, five, eleven, and eight, bringing it home with just twelve and eight. Play of the day, going uh, and all up, but uh, not as brave as uh, as Trav with the uh, the five legger. Only three legs for mine. Race two, number seven, Procurable to win. Race three, number five, Buminati to win, and race nine, number twelve, Highland Girl to win. That's our look at racing at Bendigo this afternoon. We're off to a break. On the other side, we'll switch Noonan's Nick Noonan to take us through the uh, program of. Of racing at Tab Park, Werribee.